0: Hello, and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie.
1: Hello, Jose. Hey. How are you?
0: I'm well. How are you doing? I'm
1: well. How's your week been?
0: It's been uh, long. (laughs) (laughs) But the good thing is, uh, what is it? Season three.
1: Yeah, uh, Love is Blind. We're back at it again, guys. <laughs> we just wrapped up season two, and I, I know it took us a long time, but we're we're on season three. We're super excited. They're here in Dallas. Um, I did have before we get into it, though. I had a uh, disclosure, and um, I just wanted to say if this is your first time joining us for Love is Blind. We don't really do a blow-by-blow of the show. There's a lot of um, things that are packed into these hour episodes. There's a lot of couples. We basically try to find um, kind of talking about the scenarios that they find themselves in as it relates to the real world. So even if you don't watch the show, you may still be able to relate to some of the stuff that we're talking about. So
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I think it's fun that way we can kind of go wherever we want with it and yeah. um
0: it's a it's a different perspective all the way around right so we're we're not critics of shows or right <laughs> <laughs> I like the concept of the show but yeah. for me what's interesting is the dynamic between men and women and the whole dating thing and then as it progresses into marriage and then well, even before marriage, right, when they're engaged and kind of still getting to know one another, yeah. that's, that's always the the fun part for me.
1: Yeah. So, so if anyone doesn't know the premise of the show, it's basically, can you fall in love without seeing the person? So they, they have all these strangers that they pick for the show and they're talking through a wall basically. Um And then they try to make connections that way. So yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> as much as they can. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, I think you know if if I had a critique on the show all the way around, it's not. Um, I, I like the concept. I just wish it they took a little bit longer to to get to know one another. Yeah, you know what I mean because yeah. because the problem is whatever however long that they're in those pods, it's like a ten week days. or two. Is it ten days? Okay, mm-hmm. that's still not very long. Yeah, and well, that said, I don't know if they how many hours or how many.
1: I think I looked this How up. Much I time. think that you can set dates at any time. Like they're basically open twenty-four hours. So if you woke up or if you were up late at one AM and maybe you contacted one of the person they want to say, hey, you want to go have a date? The pods are open.
0: okay. So Yeah, so, so they can
1: basically go in whenever they want. Okay.
0: When well the, yeah. When I the didn't mood know that. strikes them, I guess. Where did you read this? Ms. I think it
1: was like an article <laughs> on a thing called the internet. <laughs>
0: the internet. That's still that thing's still around.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so we're here in Dallas and um, the first thing that I wrote down that I kind of wanted to talk about was Nancy was talking about advice that her father had given her and he said to marry your best friend or something like that. And yeah. I know you and I had talked about this yeah. several times. I don't know
0: times. why I wanted to bring that up too. But, yeah. <laughs> anyways, go but ahead. I
1: immediately thought of you because I, have, I am of the feeling that you should be friends with your partner. Like, I think it is really important. I agree with what her dad was saying. Like, you have to have that friendship. And I know that you said that, I don't know if you really believe in that part.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm on the fence, right? Because you could be friends with somebody, but the problem is the, you can't get rid of the romantic part. So in other words, if I'm hanging out with a friend... Um, And if I, let's say I'm, I flirt with somebody on purpose or otherwise, maybe on accident or maybe I'm not even, or maybe that person's flirting with me, my romantic partner is going to have a problem with that. My friend wouldn't, (laughs) my friend would be like, good for you. (laughs) But I can see, so that's why there was another part of that because they said something along the lines that I do remember that. And they said companion. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a more accurate description than friend. Because yeah. friends friends won't get mad at you the same way that a romantic partner would. And they would get mad at you for different reasons, well,
1: obviously. Well, I think there's different levels of the word friends, though. That's what I think the point of it is. Maybe you're fixated on like one definition of that, mm. but there's a different type of friendship that I would have with you as opposed to I'd have with my husband. But I still think it's really important to have that there because in my opinion... Being friends with your husband is like, I love to kick it with you. Like, we can hang out like homies, right? But I'm still romantically involved with you, and that feeling is still there. Yeah. It's, I feel like the romantic part, like, wouldn't you not want to be around them as much during non romantic situations?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. So, a companion seems more appropriate than a friend.
1: I know, but I think you're the only person that's using that <laughs> word. Everybody else on this show is saying they're looking for their best yeah, friend. Yeah,
0: well, in all fairness, they're also in their 20s and their 30s and they still have quite a bit to live through. Mm. I'm not discarding what, you know, their experiences are now, but I can tell you, you know, like even on this one, you hear them say a lot, um, like, I wish I had a bunch of kids. And it's like, <laughs> for the people that have a lot of kids, it's like, yeah, that's that's great. And I'm not saying that kids aren't wonderful, but it's a lot of work too, right? It's like me saying, I would love to be a doctor. If I can snap my fingers today, I'd be a doctor. It's like, yeah, but do you want to do the seven years, eight years that it takes to become a medical doctor? Because that's different, right? Yes, we all want to be a doctor, but to put in the effort and kids are a whole nother ball of wax, right? I think it was
1: actually, Nancy, she did say in a few times throughout this episode that she wants 10 kids. Right. And I'm not saying that, She doesn't want to have kids because she wants to love a bunch of people, but having 10 children, that's, (laughs) I mean, like realistically, it's difficult, I'm sure, with one. That's that's what I'm saying.
0: That's what I'm saying. So so the fact that they're saying that they want a friend, I I get where they're coming from as far as they want to hang out with them and, and chat and so forth. But I think a companion is more appropriate because friends, I don't know, it's just, it's a different, it's a different thing. And maybe you're right. Maybe it is a very narrow view or a very narrow um, um, description or or, or definition of what a friend is. But then you can open that up at a companion, right? Somebody that you can talk to. They don't have to want to do everything that you do, but they have to understand you.
1: So you would still tell a companion all your deepest, darkest secrets?
0: A companion, yes, because a companion implies that we're going on this journey together. Mm -hmm. We're in this thing together, and we're going to learn more about each other as we move along. My friends are my friends. They're mm-hmm. not going anywhere, but they can't be part of everything, obviously. And again, they're going to judge me differently. They're not going to, well, in most cases, they won't judge me at all. They just accept me exactly the way I am. I mean, if I can get that, I mean, <laughs> that'd be I great. Think, I'm sure there's a lot of friends <laughs> that judge other
1: friends. We just don't say it, they but do. there's still judgment there. But
0: they, they probably wouldn't be that, that much of a friend. And even at that, even if they were trying to make you better or give you advice or whatever, sometimes as friends, you just say, you know what, you're going to do whatever you're going to do. It is, that's just the way you are. You know, I can say that's just the way Robbie is. Do I agree with everything she says? No, but that's just the way she is. And I still care about it the same way. But a companion, Mm -hmm. that's somebody that's going to go with you. You're you're on this journey together and you have to be able to tolerate one another. (laughs) And I use the word tolerate because there's certain things, like I think one of them on, on one of the dates or something had described something. Oh, that's what it was. It was Brennan. He was saying, well, I don't know... Uh, Alexa all that well, but if she chews with her mouth open, then, you know, I'll get over that. And it's like, okay, maybe you will, maybe you won't. (laughs) As a companion, somebody that you're, you know, let's say going on a journey with, that might, that might be something (laughs) because, because that's going to be the person that you're going to go on this journey with, right? And the expectation is we're in this thing together. So you might as well have some compatibility, not everything. I strongly believe that, and I think relationships, they do have to Um, work at it. But I also think that they should have their own kind of life independent of that. Like, I I still think it's a balance that you have to, that you have to have.
1: Right. I understand. But you still wouldn't do everything with your best friend anyway. It's still the same thing. I I get what you're saying, but the words that we're saying is basically the same. It's just like, I want someone that I can have fun with, share all my secrets with, and that is going to be my ride or die. But, you know, we have this different level of of relationship, I guess. But I mean, you see that a lot with the people on the show. I think I hear best friend, I hear that term over and over and over <laughs> again, like everybody's, they should call it like, I don't know, best friends is blind or so. I don't know, but they're all looking for their best friend is what it feels they like. They
0: do. Uh, so, I'll, and I might reference this a little bit, but I was watching a documentary about Hemingway mm-hmm. the other day and he was talking about, um, they were discussing his his childhood Um and when he became an adult, obviously, you know, he he he, he had different uh, either wives or girlfriends or whatever, but he still had that need to have like friends to be out in the wilderness, go hunting, like that's what he liked to do, go mm-hmm. fishing. He was a big outdoorsman. And if you're, that's what I'm saying, like when you find a romantic partner, they might not like doing everything that you do. I, I can tell you right now for me, I love watching rom-coms and it seems like the last <laughs> the last couple of girls that I've dated... They don't like rom coms at all. Mm-hmm. So it's disappointing, but what are you gonna do, right? It's like, nah, that's the end because I need, again, a best friend that's gonna like that. But there, sometimes they just don't. Yeah,
1: just, but there's a lot of things that you like that I don't like. I know. <laughs> so it's possible. I <laughs> it mean, is. I'm just but saying. But, best but a
0: romantic, it's different because I'm sitting at home and if I wanna share something with, with, with another person, right? Yeah, if we're friends, that's that's the whole thing. With friends, you still go do whatever you're going to do, and then you know I'll go do mine. But if you want to share your time with them, a companion, somebody that has some of the same interests, if you have more, if you have like let's say seventy percent of the same interests, <laughs> math, yeah, you 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 might have a chance. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> I was trying I to come like, here to do you know, math. Nobody wants <laughs> yeah. to do
0: math. But I don't. I don't know. You know, but I, I do hear that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what's funny about that? I'll even play devil's advocate. I think that's why sometimes when you do find a friend in, in a romantic partner, the breakup is that much harder because now you've broken up, you can't be friends anymore. Right. <laughs> you just can't because, I mean, you can, but it's going to cause problems down the line for the next individual. And and they'll even say, like, I love this person as a person, we're friends, we're great, I just can't marry them mm-hmm. for one reason or the other, right? And so, yeah, it's it's hard. <laughs> It's, uh, I mean, but yeah, maybe that's, maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm taking such a narrow view or description on that, but friends. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll say companion. That's what I'm looking for, companionship Mm. more than, more than a friend. I have a lot of good friends.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that's actually a good segue to my next point. We were talking about um, having the same type of interest. So we see Raven and Bartiste. Mm-hmm. And they're having a date and they're both talking about how much fitness and health is to them. Mm-hmm. So um, Raven is a Pilates uh, instructor. I don't remember Bartiz what he does for a living, but he's, he's very accountant. he's very fit. It's yeah. very clear that he likes to work out. So they're kind of sharing their interest on that. How I feel like for people where working out is kind of like their life, I think it's good for those people to sync up with those people because that's all they love to do is for fun, it's for pleasure, it's for work, it's all these things, mm-hmm. right? I don't think Raven would do well with a guy who just wants to sit around and watch Netflix. Like she likes to be active. Yeah. So I think some interest, depending on how dedicated you are to that, yeah, they do play a huge part in a person that you Oh, need. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it, it, it has to be. I mean, I was looking at the stats just on everybody to see who would match up, and I think they're closer in... Um, they're closer in age, and mm-hmm. some of them even yeah. on the Brennan and the Alexa. They're closer in age, age too. But um, what is it? Bartis, mm-hmm. right? Bartis. Bartis is an accountant. That's a I. I tried to do that myself because I thought I really wanted to do that. It's it's different.
1: <laughs> well, you were trying <laughs> you to make us do math yeah, earlier, <laughs> so, so, but you have to like
0: sit down. You have to really study. You have to understand numbers. That and um, Raven is a Pilates instructor. Instructor, which Let's just say she's following her passion, which is to say she doesn't want to sit in an office all day long. Good for her, but he might. That's what I'm saying. He likes to work out, but she also likes to do the service industry thing, right? Mm -hmm. They had that hard conversation. She was like, hey, I don't know if this means anything. Guys have a hard time with it. And I, I, because I started thinking to myself, well, why would a guy have a hard time? But then it was like a aha moment or like a duh moment, which is she's going to be out all the time. And be around men; they're going to be hitting on her all the time. So, of course, it might become problematic for any guy to to have his woman out and about, and knowing that that's going to happen.
1: Yeah, just a backstory in that in case. You didn't see it. Raven kind of was trying to admit to Bartise that she has basically a nighttime gig, but the way she was saying it was very um, <laughs> I like was ominous. For the like worst. I know, I didn't <laughs> know what she was going to say, but she. I think there's more to that than what she mm, said. I mean,
0: obviously she there said is. She said she's a
1: bartender and does bottle service, but she was being so...
0: Cryptic. W- yes, yeah.
1: that I think that there's more to that. Oh, yeah,
0: I'm sure there's a lot more so, to that. There's a lot more to that, but yeah. I mean, but like yeah, I, I just
1: think that if 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 you meet someone on a first date or whatever, and let's say it's very clear what their passion is, mm-hmm. and that's like their whole life, if you have no interest in that, would you really even try to pursue it at that point?
0: Well, and, and again, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. So if it depends on how much weight we put in um, to their passions, right? Mm-hmm. Because like I was saying, I like rom-coms. Okay, yeah, whoever I'm dating doesn't have to like them. Fair enough. But if we like and we're clicking on all the other different aspects of my life, then sure. You know, I like going out for walks. I like, you know, going out to pumpkin patches. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but my point being is that, again, if if we can find some common ground, I think it'll work. Plus, it's also personality. Yeah. Some some people's personality just jive and it has nothing to do with what they do for a living or what their interests are. They just really enjoy each other's company, let's yeah. say, right? But I
1: think a lot of the people, you said something earlier just made me think of this. I think a lot of the people that go on this show you know, when they do their first interviews and stuff, it's like, yeah, I'm tired of being superficial and people only judging me on my looks and blah, blah, blah. And I want to do something different or whatever. But we've already seen two seasons of this. You see how that kind of plays out. It's like, you may say that you don't want to care about looks, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. how can Everybody
0: you? on there looks good. So just FYI. Well, yeah, <laughs> they have attracted people,
1: but they have had couples <laughs> in the past that were not attracted to each other. So it's like... You say that you want that, but to actually have that in front of you, it's really hard to look past because oh, then yeah. you're realizing I am superficial a lot. I thought I could be different, but... Yeah,
0: that's a that's a, that's a a hard pill to swallow. But therein lies the, um, that's the opportunity for growth because there were some people on there that are unapologetic, as they put it, about their standards or the things that they're looking for mm-hmm. and good for them because the way I feel about it is like, okay... You're at least being honest about the fact that you want a you know a tall man, you want him fit, you want him whatever whatever I forgot what her criteria was. Good for you. Now, the ones that say that that's not an issue, they have some they have some things right mm-hmm. because we find out like you said over time, turns out they can't look past it. Yeah. So now, what do you do? And that's why I'm saying it's an opportunity for growth because now you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not you continue to go down that route, that's up to you. Or if you really want to change and say, okay, you know what, I realize that this is the way I am. I need to stop being this way. And what do I need to do to work to become, and this is just not just for the superficial part. Mm -hmm. This is for any aspect of your life.
1: Well, even Raven was admitting that she was like, um, her weakness was muscles and this Mm -hmm. and that. And it's like...
0: Not not dad bods. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, man, if she would have said dad (laughs) bods, I'm your dude. Short guy with dad pod? Ooh, that's that's my jam, but I'm but sorry. like, ahead.
1: I mean, her admitting that, but then she said like in the same sentence, like, yeah, but then it basically just crashes and burns. Like mm-hmm. I shouldn't, it's like, well, yeah, if you're going just after looks and nothing else, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to work out. But is she going to change from the show? I don't
0: know. Cause in the, in the pod, she was asking him about uh, Bartiz, whether or not he worked out and, and he was, you know, obviously we all peacock. Uh, after a while, and he was like, yeah, right before I came on this show, I was going to be in a physique competition and <laughs> all this other stuff. So he's basically telling her, look, I'm pretty fit as far as guy goes. Mm-hmm. So obviously that made her spidey senses tingle. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, it made her ears perk up because she knows.
1: But that's what for, I'm saying. She, what she just th- said, like, I don't want I, to do this. But I that's understand. what I'm saying. Everybody that goes on this show, they keep saying like. I'm such a good person and blah, blah, blah. blah. Mm -hmm. No, you're just as shallow as everybody else. Looks are important because you still have to have that attraction.
0: Mm -hmm. I I agree. I agree. And until they stop lying to themselves. (laughs) Yeah. The moment that they, because we saw it in you know season two, right with Shayna, because mm-hmm. she started out that way. at The very beginning of that show, she was like, "Yeah, I can date a guy that's a whatever she said a seven or a five. But, but his if personality he's yeah, like a yeah, or it like bumps him up two numbers, and like mm-hmm. fair enough. But he still needs to at least be a five, <laughs> 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 whatever a five is to you. And that's the thing, everybody's. Yeah, you have no um,
1: idea what their standard yeah.
0: is. And what I would say is for me, because I've kind of looked back at the women that I've dated and I've been attracted to all of them, mind you, but they all look different. And they were attracted to me for for different reasons. So there is a little bit of the physical aspect. I'm not going to lie to you there, mm-hmm. but I can tell you right now the, the kinder that she is, the sweeter that she is, the personality that she has... To me, I get way more attracted to that, and then, but I'm older, so that's the other thing they're in their twenties mm-hmm. and very some of them like in their thirties, but for the most part they're in their twenties it's a different criteria, so for me being forty six I'm looking for companionship, so I understand the value of an intelligent woman, I understand the value of a kind person, I understand the value of 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 uh, treating people with respect, right because I know i've dated enough, and I've been around enough people to know what that is. So yeah, the looks great. Hopefully they're there. That's that 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 isn't important. But I would say if I was gonna use, <laughs> I would say maybe forty, maybe fifty percent because there has to be some attraction to it. But it's not uh, by any means the most important part. And I have done this where um, at first I was like, yeah, you yeah, know, she's okay. But then over time, as I get to know them and like get to know their personality and hang out with them, like I fall. Pretty head over heels. Yeah, but you
1: still have that. Oh, she's okay. You no, still no, have that. no, 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 no.
0: Because at that point, it's it's way different.
1: No, the, I'm saying that has to get you in the door. Oh yeah, you yeah. You have yeah, to yeah, have yeah, that yeah, little. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that get, that opens it up. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. But and and I've done the opposite too, and I don't know if every guy has ever done this, or I'm sure women have where um, they're really good looking, like mm-hmm. they're they're traditionally good looking women. But then as I get to know them, I'm like, oh, I'm just not liking her at all. <laughs> like I just, because that only gets you so far, that's a part of a relationship, obviously mm-hmm. the physical attraction and the intimacy, that's a part of it. And it's an important part. Not by, I'm not saying that it's not, but it's not the only thing.
1: Is that why good looking people seem to stay together? <laughs>
0: like <laughs> I, guess. I mean, because if
1: you're both kind of surface level, you know what I mean?
0: Nah, I don't know. I've never been good looking, so <laughs> you'd have to tell me. I don't know.
1: but yeah. So, um, and then we meet Andrew, um, Andrew, Andrew, uh, I know you have some feelings about (laughs) Andrew, but I don't want to talk too much about his personality. I was kind of more... Okay. Uh, when we meet him, he talks about he travels a lot mm-hmm. for work. I think he's like a photographer or something for the wild. Uh, he well, his official
0: title is consultant. Just, just yeah. start out with Yeah, this we talked about that. that
1: last season. Consultant is an analyst or this <laughs> umbrella for basically every job out there.
0: But he wants to be a um, photographer is what he yeah. says is what his passion is now.
1: But yeah, he travels a lot and things like that. And I was thinking about for someone like me, that would deter me if someone was never really around. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some guys... Don't mind it as much, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I feel like the majority of people, if you have a job like that, where I don't know if he, I'm assuming he's gone for a few months at a time. I don't, I don't know how long he's gone when yeah. he goes on these trips. Cause he's like, yeah, I've been to, and He lists all the countries and whatever, yeah. but would you be okay with someone ha- like, let's say you go on a first date and they say like, oh yeah, I travel for my job and here's kind of what my travel agenda is like. Yeah. Would that deter you? I, or- I
0: was married to a flight attendant. Yeah, but she's not
1: gone for months at a time.
0: No, but she has gone for an extended period of time. So Mm -hmm. if you add up the time that she's at home versus the time that she's away for work, she's probably away for work a lot longer than she is.
1: Yeah, but she wasn't a flight attendant when you guys met. So like I'm saying if you meet someone, would you be okay with that?
0: That's what I'm saying. It's an acquired taste. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm... So initially I didn't like it and I wasn't all that thrilled. Over the years I got used to it. But, the, you know, we were already, we had gotten married and then she became a flight attendant, so it was different. Now, if I was dating somebody, I suppose I could, but only because I have I enjoy my own company.
1: Yeah, but wouldn't it be hard for you to be faithful in a brand new relationship if they're gone for two, three months at a time?
0: Me? Like- no, but <laughs> I can see where the, there's a lot of temptation because, well, that's, that's the whole point, right? Um, it depends on why you would step out. So if it's because you're lonely... That's a different issue all the way around mm-hmm. because, uh, for me, like I said, I enjoy my own company. If I'm sharing my life with somebody, and I know they're eventually going to come back, then so be it. Because I get to enjoy my own company, and then when we're together, we can hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not for everybody. I can tell you that there's a lot of uh, even guys that friends of mine that I've spoken to, and they're like, I can't do it. There's no way I can do it. Like, and only because here's the thing. Here's the the uh, the downside to to that. Is that you have to put everything on hold, right? life goes on, so if somebody's traveling and you're having a bad day, there's nobody for you to talk to, so you just have to learn to cope with it one way or the other, you know maybe see a therapist or whatever, but you have to learn how to do that until they get back home, they're not there, so you can't share your feelings with
1: them. no, but I think it would be hard for someone like Andrew to find a woman who's like totally fine with that. And loves like- He
0: would do best with finding somebody that was just as adventurous and going on right. adventures with him. Yeah. Right.
1: Something similar or maybe you travel a lot too, then yeah. But it would be hard for someone like him to find, I think. Well,
0: yeah. Because like who, it's it's difficult. People get lonely. Yeah. People just get really, 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 really lonely. So, um, but yeah, I mean, good luck to him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then we meet um, Colleen. Mm-hmm. And in case you didn't know, Jose, she is a ballet dancer. She is a ballet dancer. Is <laughs> she she only a ballet? What does she do for a living again? <laughs> I think she said ballet dancer. She only mentioned it like a thousand times throughout this episode. Um, she
0: is a ballet dancer.
1: I, so this is my feelings on Colleen based on this episode. Because she they do this montage of her telling everybody she's a ballet dancer, mm-hmm. which I found online that's she does do that, but that's not really her job. So per she's se. not a ballet dancer? She is. Because
0: this is some controversy. But I think
1: she's like a PR, like something in PR. But anyways, my point is, is she's like, I'm oh, a ballet dancer. Like, oh my God, I'm so flexible. And that's all you need to know is I'm flexible and I can do all the splits and everything. You know, she's very like, and good for her, right? Like if she yeah. wants to portray like, look, I'm sexy, I can bend every way. Cool. Mm. But then...
0: <laughs> Super cool, actually. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just um, thinking about that.
1: She meets Cole, which she doesn't know how to spell Cole which was weird.
0: C-O-A-L, right? Because <laughs> I've no, had a lot C-O-L-E. of Cole's
1: name like that, but spelled like that. But yeah. I didn't I was, even think
0: about it. I, that, don't get me started because as soon as she said that, I was like, the English language, I have so many issues <laughs> with the English language. Right? But anyway, sorry, right, go ahead.
1: Um, but yeah, she meets Cole and she like kind of falls for him or whatever. And then later on, you see it in the same episode, she kind of does the same thing with Brennan. But like basically... She kind of cries multiple times throughout the episode and it's like, I can't find anybody that wants me for me. And she's like, you know, I feel like it's all superficial and they want to be with me because I'm a ballet dancer. But then in three weeks they get tired of it or whatever. And it's like, well, yeah. Well, cause-
0: yeah, so we 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 actually have to go back a little bit and put that into context because it was a lot of stuff that, that happened to her mm-hmm. in, in regards to that, right? So the first thing is Brennan and Alexa are jiving. So Brennan is actually talking to... Colleen and Alexa Mm -hmm. but he's gravitating towards Alexa a lot more Mm -hmm. and then so uh Brennan being a stand-up guy or at least in my eyes he pretty much tells Colleen hey breaks it off uh, yeah it's like look she's my number one you know and it's the decent thing to do instead of leading her on anymore Mm -hmm. like sorry but you know I have feelings for somebody else more blah blah she takes that rejection very very hard Mm -hmm. goes away and it's like okay fine and dandy and then there was another one where he was, she was talking to Cole and they were doing really, really well. She had guessed what kind of socks or what kind of animal was on his socks and whatnot. But then when it got into the deep conversation, uh, she said something along the lines that I just don't like going deep. I like to stay somewhat superficial. So he was just like, yeah, that's not going to work. So I can see what she's saying about it feels that way. But there's if, if she thinks that it's her personality, maybe it is. In my opinion, though, this is not a bad thing because this is how you weed people. That's the whole point of dating. Right. If you guys, A, are physically attracted to each other, great, great. But obviously we, we've taken that away. So it's just strictly personality. Yeah, This is going to cut to the chase a lot faster.
1: <laughs> yeah, because Colleen's really cute. So yeah, I mean, yeah, in real life, cute, like yeah. she's probably has no problem. But that's what I'm saying. Like her complaint was, is like, nobody likes me for me. But then she admits to Cole that she's really not looking for anything deep. She's like, I right. like things to be surface level. I don't right. like to get deep. Right. And Cole did the right thing too. He's just like, look. I'm sorry but like I yeah. don't want to marry you. Like, you know Not what like I mean? That anyway. exactly. I'm looking for something deeper. Exactly. Yeah. Which it was kind of weird because Cole reminds me of Shane and Barnett, Barnett from season 1, like them two together and Colleen is a lot like Shayna, mm. you know? And then but I don't, it's just really weird. And Cole has another um like talking to someone else later on, but like, you know what I mean? Like it's I think that she's mad at the thing that she's not working on, though. Like, she knows she needs to grow. You can't just be superficial. She's young and hot now, but, like, she says she wants something deep, but at the same time, she doesn't want to go deep.
0: Yeah. But she's not—it's the personality, the thing that she—but I don't know how much she can work on that because— she is the way she is. I'm not saying that people well, she's can't really roll. Yeah, she's yeah, but, pretty mature. But that's that's that seems to be her, her pain point, is that she's she feels like she's being rejected because of her personality. Yeah. And you know, I, I can't speak for Brennan. Obviously, he fell for Alexa pretty hard. But from Cole's aspect, right, from a guy's aspect, again, she doesn't really want to get too deep. Right. Which is which is fine. But how are we supposed to make a life together yeah. if if I don't know anything about you? She's not I think ready there's a for marriage. Well, I think there's a there's a there's a deeper there's something deeper there, yeah. right? She's guarding herself, and I get it because I go on a lot of dates and I hear the same thing over and over, which is to say, they'll tell me like I'm very guarded. I don't like to share my emotions. I don't like to share my feelings. I don't like to, and I get it. Why? Because the the Uh, You're afraid that that's going to be either used against you later on or that you're going to share all this information with somebody and then all of a sudden it's not going to work out and then it's over. The problem is you can't get that without that. You have to put yourself out there. If you guard yourself too much, you're just basically, it's going to be inevitable. Nobody's gonna put up with it. Yeah. Nobody is gonna put up. Let me rephrase that again. <laughs> Nobody is gonna put up again unless it's a very superficial relationship yeah. or a, an arrangement, if you will. If that's the case, then great, go forward and, and move on. But you have to put yourself out there. There's just no getting around it. In order to be loved, you just have it just is part of it. It's that's why it's such a fleeting thing. Otherwise, everybody would be able to do it. But
1: yeah,
0: you, you just never know.
1: I don't know. Colleen seems like kind of what we were talking about earlier. It's like you meet someone and you're attracted to them, but that's only going to take you so far. And then most of those, it sounded like, I don't know for sure, but she made it sound like a lot of guys leave her or reject her after a few weeks because they, I mean, she didn't say this part, but they basically get to know her and maybe it seems to them that there's no substance there. Mm -hmm. It's just like, let's party. And it's like, again, that's cool. But if you're trying to get married, you're going to have to shift gears a little bit. If she just wants to party and, and that's cool. Like she's really young, you could still go do that. But you're on this show, you're trying to find marriage, and but you're like, I don't want to go deep. It's like, well, then what are you doing here?
0: Well, I will say this, right? And this is probably a bad saying, but, you know, it was a saying that they uh, that they had back in the day is that, for guys anyways, that there's girls that we date and there's, there's girls that we marry. Yeah, And... That sometimes still holds true. Yeah, and and I can tell you right, you know whether that's. But I'm sure that's the same thing for women too. This is not unique to men, right? Yeah. Like there's men that women date, and there's women men <laughs> yeah. that, that they would not want to. They can date them, but would never want to marry them. Yeah. At the same time, and it's like you know that's 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 unique. I mean, that's not unique to men. Yeah. It's universal. So, but that's part of the dating thing that where you kind of get to know each other, and then again, if you're not jiving. And you're not jiving, you know, and I, you can't blame anybody for that. And I wouldn't. I, I would just, you know, if I was her friend, I'd tell her like, "Look, don't beat yourself up about this. Yeah, you're you're just not jiving with them."
1: And I don't know what it's like to be in this experiment, but it just seemed for her to cry from rejection from someone you've known for a day or two. It just seems strange. Like I, I don't know her backstory, but I think that she needs to grow a lot and mature. And I'm not saying that young people can't get married, but she seems like she just wants to party. And my point with the ballet dancer thing, it's like you're leading with sex, sex only, but then you're mad when guys don't look at you for more than that. And it's like, well, and people may hate my opinion (laughs) on that, but it's like if you're going to lead with that, if you you know, sleep with all these guys on the first date and then none of them call you back and you're like, why can't I find somebody? It's like, well, are you really trying to really connect with someone emotionally?
0: It I mean, doesn't It doesn't feel it, that way. This is what I would say, right? And this is, uh, so it's not the ballet dancer thing in exactly, right? But that seems to be a big part of at least what she believes is her identity, mm-hmm. but it's really not. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, I'm not discarding that that's her passion and that she loves to do that. But if she's, if, the, if that's the sum total of who she is, that's a problem. But
1: she's using it as a pickup line. Well,
0: yeah, that too. But here's the thing. Like, again, I'm going to go back to, to Hemingway because <laughs> his mom was an opera singer. And, and she, you know, stopped being an opera singer and she taught afterwards. But, you know, in the documentary they were talking about how she reminded the kids all the time like I gave up a lucrative career as being an opera singer for you kids right mm-hmm. so so my point being is sometimes you do have a passion and you want to go forward but you're right she's she's the same thing she's starting out because the ballet dancer she could say that in passing mm-hmm. and be like okay let's move on right like everybody else they all have careers I'm an accountant you know I'm a data engineer a consultant I'm an analyst you know mm-hmm. but then you keep on going but you're right she keeps on dwelling on the fact that I, I'm limber I can do these things I can stretch I can I can do split is what she said mm-hmm. and that's, that's, all you all you need need, that's all you need to know you need to know so you're right it's like okay stop don't don't mention that right. if i if i'm a if i'm a millionaire and i'm super successful and i have a lot of money and I'm over here my complaint is women only want me for my money. I probably won't disclose that from the get-go. i mm-hmm. I'll be like, you know, I'll talk yeah. about everything else. I'll talk about a business that I have. I'm a business owner. Yeah, but if I'm you go to the and restaurant
1: and you put down your black card or whatever and you do that to <laughs> floss then yeah, women are going to
0: Exactly, exactly. If I go in there exactly, exactly <laughs> right. And then at the same time turn around and say, "Oh, I just I hate it. The girls are after me just for my money." It's like, "Well, stop leading with that." Right. I would just go in there and be like, "Okay, I'm If I was dating and I was a millionaire, there and be like, you know, I'm an investor, entrepreneur, you know, you make that as make up whatever you want to from that, get to know me. But if, and again, this is the tricky part, if let's say they're saying, well, that sounds like he doesn't have a job, (laughs) 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 that can be sometimes. And then again, it's really his personality, but this is where, when it comes to matters of the heart and reality kind of butt heads, Mm -hmm. right? Because the reality is if we didn't have to worry about money. Who knows what the world would look like? Yeah, right. If we didn't have to worry about bills, and we didn't have to worry about where our food is going to come, and everybody had the same amount of money, blah blah blah. Who knows? Maybe mm-hmm. the, everybody would end up with people with the exact same whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But because life, as we know it, mm-hmm. that stuff is important. And for guys, you know, you know, they 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 tend to they're visual people, so they they are looking for somebody more attractive and. Obviously, they're hearing things that they like because mm-hmm. they were all like, mm, "That sounds good." That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. You had me at Limber, I think. Is yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that'll get so. all guys' attention for sure. But to hold it, that's a different story. But, but yeah. yeah, I, I, I'm sure she's sweet in real life. I just think that her leading with that and then complaining about the same thing—it's like, I mean, she's just young. I could tell you. Know.
0: You know what? The fascinating part for me was. And I don't know, obviously they cut away so it's not in chronological order. Mm. Not even, not even the, the first episode. But uh, what was it? Nancy and Alexa were already talking about marriage and kids. And like. I was like, I wonder how many dates they've been on, right? Because if they've only been on like two dates.
1: I think it, that was the first day because I think that you talked about earlier, the first day they're super dressed up with their yeah. makeup done, their hair done, and then they're in pajamas yeah. the rest of the time. Yeah. But I think it was the first day. Yeah. That they were having that conversation. So that, that
0: was weird to me because I was like, that does that is that a conversation that women have? So I'm asking, is that a conversation that women have?
1: I don't think I've ever said after one date I'm gonna marry this person. <laughs> like, I don't think that's ever happened for me. I don't I don't think any woman's ever said that to me either. I'm thinking that Maybe because if they have 10 days in the experiment, if we like, let's do math again. So let's say oh, no. the natural like lifespan of a person, let's say he's like 80 or whatever. Yeah, which uh,
0: Bartis seems to think that he's going to live to 80 because he was like, you know, if I'm 80, he's, I'm not going to have this body. So like, <laughs> dude, if you're 80, trust me, <laughs> You're fine, anyways. Sorry, but yes, if they're eighty, so what? Is, so what was your? Um, where we go with that? I'm sorry, I to apologize. <laughs> I apologize for for interrupting. Oh, I'm just
1: saying the ten days. It's a really mm-hmm. short amount of time. So I'm saying maybe that conversation. If you know you have so many years of a natural adulthood, let's say you're cramming all of that of the finding the person in ten mm-hmm. days. So maybe after day one, you would be like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get married." And but no, I don't. Write and let us know. Is that a is that a conversation that's normal for women to have? Of like one date with a guy, and you're like, I'm going to marry this person. Or? I
0: have been in. I've, I know. I will say this. I've been in situations where it feels right after the first or second date. So what Brennan and Alexa are going through, I know exactly what that feeling is, and I think you know anybody that's ever gone through that really does know. If you haven't, you're you're probably looking at them thinking you guys are nuts. Like mm-hmm. how can you be talking about love? And how can you be talking about all this other stuff? I'm going to raise my
1: hand over here because I have no idea what that's like. That is,
0: that is, it's, it's a very euphoric, um, feeling. It's one of the best feelings. It feels like everything is clicking. It's, um, sometimes what relationships, it might take like six months to a year to start feeling. They're feeling it almost immediately. Now... The problem with that is that will fade over time. And the reason why it fades is because life gets in the way mm-hmm. in the way. So right now they're in a bubble, mm-hmm. right? And because they're in a bubble, they don't have or they're not um they're not contending with the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. So I've been in situations where let's say I dig somebody, I dig a girl, but then and you see it in rom-coms all the time. Breakfast Club is a great example of yeah, they like each other because in that one it's, uh, you know, um, um, I can't remember, Judd Nelson and Molly Ringwald. They come from different places. She's more preppy and with, hangs out with, the with the, let's say, the mean girls or, you know, whatever. He's more ruggish, blah, blah, blah. And so even though they like each other in the movie, they know and they even talk about it, which is why I, want, I love it so much. It would never work in the real world because they have the world to contend with. Everybody would judge them for being together. They would, everything else comes into play. And so even me, whenever I date somebody, I'm not, uh, I'm still susceptible to that. They have to get along with my friends. They have to get along with my family. It's hard for me to date somebody and then they don't get along with them. Then it becomes problematic Mm -hmm. because now I have to decide, do I stick with this person or do I hang out with my friends or do I just keep those two worlds separated? Because imagine, let's say you're having a really good good time with somebody right and you you've fallen madly in love greece is another one greece is a perfect example they fell in love they were in a bubble they were out in the sand you know doing that thing you know (laughs) danny Zuko and sandy having a great time and then summer was over then they got back to the real world and even he as macho as he was was still susceptible to that he was like he he was like he didn't want to express his feelings he didn't want to show this and for her too they both felt like they were getting getting judged him more so so the world has a way of, <laughs> of of it's I don't know if it's social norms or whatever but um it's going to be interesting to see that relationship as they go but I'm I'm telling you whenever you fall for somebody that quickly it's 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 addictive it's mm. so addictive because it just feels like nothing can go wrong it's very euphoric you found this person like I, I can't really explain it to you um it's and I don't do drugs or anything but I, I can't even compare it to any drug where it's just you just complete euphoria. Like I, I just can't. It's very hard for me to describe. Unfortunately, that will wear off, and yeah. we'll see what happens after after it wears off. It
1: does happen a lot in this show because a lot of the people on here say that kind of that same thing. So I mean, I, I, I and I feel like it's probably just because you can't see the other person. You know what I mean? You're connecting on that level, and maybe you know cuz it just seems to happen for a lot of them like i love you it's been it two does. dates but
0: even the notebook is the same kind of, kind of concept right he's a blue collar guy she's from a higher class family or whatever so
1: mm-hmm.
0: like i don't know why but that has Uh, that has something to do with (laughs) social classes and just life in general um, bump up sometimes.
1: Well, another thing I wanted to talk about is um, Nancy was having a date with Bartiste, I think, and she has a secret of her own as well. Mm -hmm. And her secret was is that she is an egg donor Mm. and she's donated several times. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that this is weird or unusual because I'm sure a lot of women do it. But she was saying that when she's told men in the past... They're like, because she basically probably has children out there and she'd signed a consent form to say like when they're 18, they can look her up. And so in her experience, she told guys and they're like, no, you have kids with other people. Basically I'm out. And she told Bartiste, and Bartista was very accepting. But like, how do you feel? Because I think it's sweet too. Like if you're helping a family that can't have a kid, I think it's amazing. But from a guy's perspective, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's happened to her multiple times, that means a lot of guys feel that, like, nah, I can't be with you because you do have kids, who knows how many all over the place.
0: That was a weird, that was a weird, um, not, well, not a weird in the sense that I wouldn't imagine that would be a problem for guys. I just don't, that's why Bartise really he gave an answer that would have been the same for me. And I don't know that any guy would really have a problem unless maybe perhaps if they were ultra conservative, perhaps, but
1: yeah, she made it sound like it was, um, or she said she even lost friends over it. That friends were, who were super religious said that she was doing basically a bad thing because it wasn't God's way and all this and that. So it's not just the men that she's met in her life. A lot of people in her life have, Disagree with her decision, it sounds like. But so you're saying if you met a woman and she said like the same scenario, you'd be totally fine with
0: it. I, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. Yeah. I don't, I, I still, I'm trying to, because she would never meet them. Like they have, those things are done in, well, I Well, mean, they're they're after just,
1: they're 18. <laughs> that's what she's saying. Like once the kid's 18, they can legally, because she signed the consent, they can go look her up and find yeah. her.
0: Yeah. I just I wouldn't I me personally I, I I wouldn't have an issue with it but you know I'm 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 different too
1: <laughs> Yeah I guess it does seem strange I don't know I'd be curious to know how women feel about that so if you're a woman I
0: would be more I would be more upset if she said um I have like 10 kids and I don't take care of all of them, like, like well, I kind of yeah, know where they're at, like course. for real, for real kids like I had them and you know, but I just don't but care for them.
1: I'm just curious of like what women would feel if the guy said that, if the guy said yes, I donate my sperm all the time and there are multiple children out there, how a woman would feel like hearing that from someone. So I don't know,
0: how would you feel about it?
1: <sighs> I don't know
0: (laughs) because you're the female. (laughs) I know. We need your perspective.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what other people think. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about it. I guess my initial reaction would be the same. It's like yes, it's a beautiful thing. You're doing this to help people. But I don't know. Maybe the way he delivers it, maybe that's the important part. If I... <laughs> if
0: he says, what do you mean by that? Like if <laughs> Deliver it how?
1: Like if he just says, oh, to by the, the cup, way, as as I, I donate my sperm Sorry. and there's I have hundreds of kids all over the place and so what's your favorite color? Then you know what I mean? Like your delivery is bad, but if you... I don't know. I think that her story was just... Um, and we only see part of it because it's edited, but... It seems like she really wanted to help people and that was her main goal. Mm-hmm. And so if some, if a guy said it in a caring way, mm-hmm. I may be like, that's really cool. You know what I mean? I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. It depends on how he tells it to me. Yeah. If you just say like, yeah, I wanted free cookies so I go to the sperm <laughs> bank. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> saying there's different ways of saying that information. Sure,
0: sure. I, again, I, I just don't uh, – I fail to see what the – what the what the issue would because be?
1: Because you're that? a man, I'm talking about emotionally for a woman. Mm-hmm. Delivery matters to mm-hmm. us, yeah. And so, if you are going to say something like that, and you say it, like I said, I'm I'm not in this situation. But mm-hmm. if you right. were to say it, really crass or like you, it's you're doing it for money only. I don't know. I'm just saying. Right. But I think that she was just more. I don't. I don't know. Like I said, I'd be curious to know what other guys or girls think about that. Like. Would you have a problem if they were donors and they did have multiple kids out there? Well, no, let us know. But
0: no, I mean, but yeah, you can ask the viewers or the listeners to see if they have any kind of feeling about it, but yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out why. I don't know. What issue that they would have with it exactly. She didn't go into depth as to right. what they, why they would Even have were Even the
1: friend issue. thing. we, You know, it's funny. We were just talking about the friend thing about not judging them and things like that. If I had a friend that did something like that, that maybe I don't agree with, I would not be friends with them. It's like, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Yeah. But to your point earlier, it's like, well, friends, you know, they don't judge. And it's like, yeah, they do because a lot of friendships end like that. Maybe they weren't really true friends. I don't know the backstory with them, but she said she's lost friends over it. So it's like... In my mm-hmm. opinion, if I'm friends with you, yeah. as long as you're not hurting anybody, it's like, just do whatever you
0: want. <laughs> I've never <laughs> donated sperm, or at least not to a
1: <laughs> little Jose's, are going <laughs> to write.
0: Not to a bank anyway, not to a sperm bank. So. Um,
1: but yeah, just to kind of wrap up the episode, because we haven't talked about them, but Brennan and Alexa, Throughout the the first episode, they were you see them falling in love, and I love that she's a thick gal. I, mm. I really like that. Finally, Netflix put somebody thicker on there. Mm. She's beautiful. She actually kind of her face reminds me of one of my nieces. But um, Brennan seems on the surface seems like a great guy. Mm. I really, you know what? They are kind of like the Nick and Danielle of season two. Um, Alexa and Danielle even like laugh the same. Did yeah. you did you get that? I did it's, not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they kind of had the same laugh, but it feels like Brennan and Alex, Alexa are just like Nick and Danielle. They, I think they were the first couple to get engaged. They fell in love really fast. It's yeah. like they knew instantly. Yeah. And they both seem really sweet.
0: They, they do, but I got to be honest with you. It concerns me a little bit. Um, Brennan does. Uh-huh. I think he, and I could be wrong, mind you, but I think he might have abandonment issues. So um we'll see how it goes. Um, Did he,
1: what was it that he mentioned?
0: Um I think he, he's, there was something about his family that he was talking about that they had, uh because he likes the the big gatherings and stuff like uh-huh, that. And uh-huh. he said they had gotten divorced when he was young, I believe, uh-huh. or something like that. Um So, yeah, there was, there's quite a bit on there, but I got the vibe that something might not be 100%. Now, again, I, like I said, I've been in situations where, you fall for one another really, really fast. Mm-hmm. But I just think there's a little bit more there that he hasn't explored. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Alexa yeah. exactly, but we'll find out.
1: Brendan seems like, um, I i could be totally wrong, but he seems like the kind of guy that when he's with a girl, he's like fully vested, totally in love, wants to do everything with her. He seems like a really sweet guy. And yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what my feeling is about them right now. It looks good, but I mean, like, you know, they haven't seen each other yet. So just at the end is where they, um, well, he proposes, they're in love, he proposes, they cut the end of the episode where they're opening the doors, but they haven't actually seen each other yet. I don't like the way
0: that that ended, let's just put it that way, because I was like, wait a minute, why would she say that the first time? But I don't, there's also another thing in regards to that relationship too, is, and I will say this. Because Alexa seems to bring up the the fact that um, she's Jewish. Uh She brings that up a lot. Uh And, you know, I'm Mexican. I've been discriminated against as well. So, like, I understand that part of it. But I don't know. I I think that's going to play a factor later on. Not that she's Jewish, but that she might believe that Uh maybe she's being judged or maybe... By his
1: family. Because he seems like a country boy. I don't know how they feel.
0: That that I'm not sure. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know... If if it, I'm sure it comes from a real place, right? Where, you know, being judged or whatever, but I just don't know exactly, you know, how it'll play out. I can tell you right now for me, um, you know, when I was married, it was an interracial relationship, mm-hmm. but I didn't let that stop me. So yeah. if that for me, like if my friends didn't like it or even if her family or my family didn't like it, I didn't particularly care. Yeah. So for me, that wasn't going to affect it. For me, I was like, okay, if they don't accept her for for whatever then I just don't need to hang out with those people anymore. Yeah, and then for me, it's easy to, it would be easy for me to cut that off. But yeah. I would I would hate for that sort of thing to play a part in like, oh, I can't see you anymore because, you know, my family doesn't accept you. Or, yeah, Brennan doesn't
1: seem for. like that. He seems like you, like he would be like, I love her and yeah. I don't really care what anyone else thinks. Yeah. Uh, maybe we could be totally wrong. I've been wrong about people on this show before, yeah. but um, he seems really sweet and I don't know. I, I'm rooting for them.
0: I'm rooting for them too, yeah. but I just there's something about them yeah. that... And I've been wrong before. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I've been wrong many, many a times, but I just feel like there's something... That has not been un- discovered between those two. Yeah. And I think they, they need to get to know each other a lot more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm saying. That euphoria that they're feeling will fade. Yeah. And it's in that time that you'll find out whether you have the the, the fortitude to go forward. Yeah. Because he's going to discover, and this is not unique to them. This is every couple that ha- that has this happened to them. Mm-hmm. They are going to discover things about each other that they do not like. Yeah. They just will. It's just part of human nature. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be interesting to see what happens after that because right mm-hmm. now Brennan is talking a lot of noise about, <laughs> "Oh, I don't care about this and I don't care about that and I don't care about this." And yeah. it's like, "Okay, but there is going to be something that you do care about." Yeah. And when that thing comes to light that she does, then great. If if she doesn't, if she's perfect and or like let's say they're a perfect match, mm-hmm. let's say um. then great, good for them, but I just feel like...
1: Yeah, if I had any mm. prediction, I don't know, like I said, I could be totally wrong, but it feels like if there is some issues between them, it may be because Alexa seems like a very strong, independent woman, mm-hmm. strong personality. Brennan mm-hmm. is a little bit um, more submissive, it feels like. Yeah,
0: she's very assertive, for sure. So
1: that's what I'm saying, like, will he have a problem being... Uh, I'm not going to say dominated, but having a very strong woman, I guess, in your life. I don't know.
0: Probably, I don't know about the dominated part, but <laughs> I, I was and, and I don't know. But I, one thing that I started thinking about logistically, so they did it. It felt like it was pretty early on. Again, I don't know what the editing, but does that mean that they still go out on dates or once they've already proposed, that's it? I think and they that's just, it. They don't talk to each other anymore?
1: I think it's maybe like the next day that they... That they meet each other. I know the filming well, kind of cuts it up, but right, I feel but they like still they, have
0: to be in the the bubble thing, right? Don't they still have? to? No, I to, think
1: like once you propose, let's say they he proposed at six p.m. or whatever. I think the next day is when they do the reveal, when they shoot it. Maybe that. not when they show it. I but, get
0: that. But then after that, do they just go home or do they just stay in their pods and still date each other?
1: Oh no, I think they're they're. Why would they stay?
0: (laughs) I I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know because if, if they're like, let's say they tell them you have to be here for 10 days, regardless of whether you find a match or not, 10 days is what you have to be here for.
1: What I would assume is, is that production, they leave the show, but I don't think production lets them be with each other because- after the 10 days when they all do like, they go on honeymoons or whatever, right. the film, they want to capture the first, those first moments. Right. So I wouldn't think that they would just let them like, okay, you guys go be together yeah, and we'll not, catch not, up not in be seven together, days. But that's what I'm
0: saying. Do they still contact each other via the pods?
1: No, I think they're out of the pod. I feel like they would just like go home and continue talking over the phone and stuff, but... I mean, uh-huh. I don't know. Well, like
0: you said, if it's the 10 days, I think, this is what I think, mm-hmm. they can still talk to each other via the pod if they wanted to, um, but they still have to stay there for but the 10 days. But they already saw
1: each other, so why talk through the screen now?
0: I don't know. That's a good question. That's what I'm saying. Logistically, I, I, I have don't to know. I research. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyways, who knows?
1: Yeah. But yeah, we're rooting for them. Um, I, I hope the Dallas people, I've said it before, I hope they represent. I hope this isn't a boring episode. I want some juiciness and I want lots of love. Juiciness. And um, we hope that you guys will stick with us for another season.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: and um, write in, let us know if you... You know, have any feelings about anything we talked about? So um, here's the thing: two one four at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook too. Absolutely, it was good to see you. Good
0: conversation. Yes, absolutely. It's good to see you too.
1: Okay, till next time. Till next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.